0: Yeah, so I had a I had an overnight for work recently, and after the dogs are asleep, there isn't you know kind of too much to do, and uh, I'm watching cable, which I haven't done in many many years. Um, uh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, my like my parents cut the cord on that like well over 10 years ago. Is that
1: like Netflix, but it's a a cord? Like, you plug it into your TV?
0: Yeah. It's like like a ton
1: of Netflixes.
0: Yeah, imagine if there was a whole... Well, first of all, navigating that is a nightmare because there's 10,000 channels and they're in just, like, the most indecipherable order. So it's just like, oh, you want to watch like Adult Swim? It's on channel like 1741 next to ESPN and like various versions of the like movie channels and Animal Plague. It it doesn't make any sense. But the one thing that was blowing me away is that, um... Like there are entire channels I've never heard of, and one of the channels is the, I guess there's a channel just called Up TV, and I messaged Austin who asked me after that if they just showed the movie Up <laughs> oh, 24 seven, which wait, is no, not. <laughs>
1: not to. I held it in because I figured you know, and like because be like, so I
0: no, so I thought I was losing my mind because um. I guess they bought syndication rights to really old episodes of Whose Line Is It Anyway, which like I enjoyed watching when I was a kid.
1: Yeah. Some of those episodes are, ugh,
0: bit dated. Really? Well, th- <laughs> this is the American one with Drew Carey as the host. Yeah, now. that's what pretty I mean. fun. Okay. <laughs> I saw a live taping of it once, which is kind of funny. But what's funny is I'm watching it and it's edited very strangely. It, first of all, it's edited for content. So it's like anytime anybody says a swear or anything remotely suggestive, like, any sort of innuendo is just completely cut out. But also, they cut out, like, entire transitions. Like, there's just w- weird segments that are, like, removed. And I-, and I guess it's just to make room for, like, more commercials. because Yeah, each...
2: they do that so they can fit more yeah, commercials.
0: Yeah, so each episode is probably about 17 minutes or something. Yeah. And, and it's got a half-hour slot. Yeah. And so, like, they go to play the props game, and I started laughing because they just cut back and forth between them both, like, maybe... Four times, and then it's just like them walking back to their chairs is like, you know, like it's it's yeah. just it's it feels so jarring and weird. Like it's you know, it's like imagine te- watching television old things that you saw just cut up and delivered and. You know, what's just...
2: the worst thing about that for me is one time I was home and the internet was out so i didn't have anything to do but the cable was still working and i turned on comedy central syndicates the office now so i turned it on wait
0: really and not only scooping it up from netflix not
2: only do they cut jokes for time but they also do that thing where they play it at like 1.1 1. 1 times the speed so that they can fit a couple extra commercials.
0: Oh, that's so weird. Do you really very do that? We- when you
2: watch the show that much and you're like that familiar with it, it's very weird to watch it at one t- 1.1 1. 1 times the speed. How, so what it How do? fast Is the it the talk? do those zooms walk? on characters they talk faster? Yeah. <clears throat> Does they it talk sound just weird? Fast enough for it to what be for it to not sound weird, but like if you know how it fucks with the timing of jokes and yeah. stuff. That's like, bizarre. Yeah, yeah, that's really bizarre.
0: <laughs> I don't know, like that. That almost makes it f- like even funnier in a in just a more bizarre way. Yeah. Like I we do
1: record hot button. For the intention to play it at times fifteen speed, just so you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's how you were listening to it already, but These we episodes, do suggest. It's actually yeah.
0: twelve hours long. Yeah, and then it is. It, yeah. yeah. We <laughs> yeah.
2: it. It takes yeah. us a week to record one episode. We're actually talking it.
1: Yeah, extremely like, like, like mystical creature slow. Like yeah. we are very slow.
0: Mm-hmm. Just imagine fifteen times speed is just like chipmunks, and it's just like ninety seconds yeah. long, and then. So imagine if that's how we actually like consumed information like just like matrix clickbait Well, if the fucking socialists
1: have anything to do with it, you know?
0: <laughs> that's how we consume it all media. <laughs> Wait, you know people that watch things
2: at double speed? Really? They watch, they listen to podcasts at 1.5 times speed so they get through them faster. <laughs> There's, I think I, I heard watching, somebody watch that, this too. One YouTube, that would
0: fuck with my senses. I was of, watching this like, one
2: YouTube channel, and the host was talking about a video, like some alt-right video, and he was like, <laughs> if you really want to go watch their video so it doesn't seem like I'm editing around them or making uh-huh. them saying things they're not saying, he's like, but I warn you, it's a little unbearable to watch. He's like, watch it on 2 times speed, it makes
0: it funny, or something like that. <laughs> I mean I know like most YouTube videos now offer you the option to speed them up or slow them down. All of them do. Oh yeah. all of them do now? Because mm-hmm. there are there are entire communities of people who are very into listening to pop music but slowed down to like a thousand they're like they like they'll they'll pull yeah, they'll like already Look, invented this Justin Bieber wave. song is beautiful if <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. All
1: right, try and put this at two times speed. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's up? <laughs> Will that translate to regular speed? He's I don't gonna know. do it too. Email often, <laughs> not me. I can't be bothered with that sort of thing. <laughs> all right. Uh,
0: so, urban legends are all around us. Uh, the Loch Ness Monster, the Jersey Devil, Bloody Mary—they become a part of nearly every. Loch Ness every... Monster
1: is not an urban legend. Yeah. No, it's tell you more. <laughs> what do you know? It's a, it's a big platypus. What's that dinosaur? Plesiosaurus.
0: Is that... Which Jurassic Park was that from? It's a real dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Jurassic World. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you already broke this <laughs> <set>. i <mean, laughs> time no. yeah, to Um... Fine. So they've, they've become a part of nearly every medium and culture for centuries, so why wouldn't they also be present in the world of games, right? What if instead of searching for Bigfoot in the wild, we were doing it in the deep, dark woods of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Yes, uh, what, if ins- spaceship. <laughs> what if instead of trying to hear about whether or not Paul is dead by playing old Beatles records backwards, we were listening to Pokemon Red and Blue spooky Lavender Town music after some kid on the playground told another that it caused young players to lose their minds? You don't have to dig too far online to find example after example. Everything from to creepypasta ROM hacks to communities of retro fans completely pulling games apart and the chance that they might find some previously inaccessible content. Some developers even get in on the fun, such as with Mortal Kombat series of fabled unlockable characters. It really is everywhere. Which brings us today to one of the most infamous, or perhaps the most infamous when discussing the crossover between urban legends and video games, Polybius, a supposedly cursed arcade cabinet that was said to be introduced by a shady government organization to only a few small locations in Oregon around the early 1980s. According to the lore, the game was reported to have caused amnesia, insomnia, addiction, night terrors, hallucinations, Thoughts of suicide, the list goes on. But did it exist? Probably not. But what makes stories like this so interesting is that there may actually be a few kernels of truth to them. Just look at the rumored for decades tale of all those abandoned ET cartridges for the Atari that were buried in New Mexico back in 83. A couple years ago, some copies were totally dug up. Yeah. Um, the Minus World in Mario was true. The Hall of Tortured Souls in Microsoft Office 95 was somehow true. So let's uh, let's see just how real the story of Polybius gets. There might be more to it than you guys think, or it'll just be another Smash Brothers leak hoax or Lara Croft nude code. I'm your mysterious host for today, Randall Beatrice, here as always Ooh. with Austin Blakesley Yo. and Chris Anitano. Spooky time. <laughs> Who's ready for a little uh, creepy adventure? Yeah. Uh-huh. So
2: this is what do you... I was gonna say the same thing you're probably gonna say. Yeah. What's, okay, that you... we're, you're gonna throw it. Oh, that yeah. we're
1: kicking off a uh, month. <laughs> Full of spooky episodes. <laughs> yeah. All going to be creepy, uh, weird, dangerous, yeah. sad. Well, that's usually what we have. Maybe <laughs> like a, It'll be Halloween-themed. Yeah. yeah um, Halloween-themed sadness. Ooh. <laughs> It's like, I'm sad, but, like, you know, it's orange. (laughs) Oh, yeah, so we're starting off now. Then I guess, what, every week we'll release some sort of spooky episode. Yeah, it's cool. And and this is, like,
0: a big one to kick it off with, too. So before we begin, are you guys familiar with this particular tall tale? Like, don't tell me I was the only one browsing forums on silly stuff like this back in the day, like, coast-to-coast AM and shit. Funny (laughs)
2: story. I know about Polybius. I okay. read things, watched things about Polybius. That was so long ago. Yeah. I forget, most. Early internet. I forget most of it. I could give you a brief synopsis of the whole thing, but that's about it. Yeah. Which I'll let you get into that. Sure, but like I, never I specifically, I specifically avoided when you said you wanted to do this episode. I was thinking about looking it up again, and then I kind of just like was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna be surprised." Yeah, it's cool. It'll make it more see fun. what I remember and what yeah
0: what what you like can recall is probably where most people's experience kind of begins and ends. Yeah, but uh, you're not familiar with this one at all. No, or?
1: I think most people don't recognize idea.
0: Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Like I would say. Maybe 10 or 15 years ago, it was a little more prominently talked about within those the scenes uh, of underground video game stuff. But uh, now it's this is maybe a little more forgotten. Not to everyone, though. So we're going to start with Snopes.com. What better time to bring up the original fact-checking urban Legends
2: reference page? Is Snopes.com going to come up in the other ones? Because Snopes.com is also coming up in my Halloween episode.
0: I'll yeah. just have you know. <laughs> It's. I wonder if they still get the visitors today that they they used to. That was I a very think they probably do. okay. That was a very popular. Page I think most for me. people are I more uh, going to pull it a little back. more aware. <laughs> 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 They, I mean they were mostly like I don't I guess maybe I wonder if they cover politics I now no that would, I wouldn't know where to start with that. a lot of the brought me to that page when I was younger I think the I was introduced to it by my mom when we were reading about Disney urban legends there's a lot of those just mm-hmm. the stuff around the theme park and the old uh, movies and everything Yeah, yeah
1: if it involves anybody dying and being covered up it's probably true
0: <laughs> I don't know that would be risky of them to say so right they could get shut down uh, yeah, Disney's... Uh, it's not even talking about how
1: awful and evil they are. Okay. They're my fa- Like, we we have this conversation a lot, like, damn, why can't we live in, like, the cool Borderlands or cyberpunk dystopia? It's like, no, we've got, like, no, that's not, Disney yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, no, Disney's horrifying. Like,
0: oh, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> and, and, and like I said, me and my mom spent a whole... Like, she was, she was working for Disney at times, but we still spent a whole lot of time on there when I was a kid just reading about the, you know, like hey, you can see the word sex in Lion King, and then the other end would be like, oh, people die in their park, and they, there's yeah. a lot of weirdness around that about how they have I to... I've heard that
2: that's not true. Is the being true? declared
0: dead on Disney yeah. property? Oh, yeah, guy that can't That seems a true. little too out there to be true. I mean, at this point, all, a lot of those incidents are pretty well cataloged. Mm-hmm. Very few of them are actually around the... Uh, were on the fault of the the park themselves, to be yeah. fair. It, it's usually people with undiagnosed conditions or who are drunk or trying to sneak in and out of the park or be in areas they shouldn't be and stuff like that. It's like but. that
2: one guy that's got a heart condition and he's like, I know how to handle my heart. And then he gets on a roller coaster and then has a heart attack.
0: <laughs> yep. Remember Mission Space? Yep. They had to split that into two. There's like an extreme one and a less extreme one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went on the extreme one in high school. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's how badass we are but it, it's a fun page to, to to frequent too also like debunk stupid early internet like chain letters and stuff mm-hmm. like that like it's weird to think about now but there was a time when that basically things like that would get passed around and they would really fool people yeah. <laughs> how many of
1: us have yeah, had now it? we uh, just can't tell what's the truth or a lie it's going great
0: yeah <laughs> But yeah. but this site, Snopes seems like a real good place to start, not only because they list out a lot of where origin story today will come from, but also because the popularity of the site, as well as its page on Polybius, definitely helped the myth gain significant attention among the audiences of those dabbling in the, you know, in the occult. <laughs> um For what I could see, the earliest known mention of the game beyond just word of mouth was on a the
1: Byzantine Empire was
0: on a tablet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just this mythical <laughs> archaic. Yeah. Uh, but no, this was on a site called Coinop.org. It's a public database and forum-like a website for arcade enthusiasts to help catalog all of the known cabinets out there. So it's that's pretty cool. kind of cool. Yeah, I think they like back up like ROMs and stuff. But um, on August third, nineteen ninety-eight. Not February 6, 2000, as Wikipedia would tell you. Thank you, uh, again, Wayback Machine. The title was suddenly added to the archive anonymously. Very little info was given at the time, with most of the detail specs simply reading unknown. Hmm. What was written out, though, was a short summary explaining a few of the circumstances around the supposed history of the thing... It stated how the game's release was extremely limited, with it being only featured in one or two backwater arcades in a suburb around Portland. Portland, Oregon, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, I figured. <laughs> not, I didn't hear you say Oregon.
0: Oh, There's... I think I said or- Oregon in the intro, but I guess this is... Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 it's There's fine. A
2: Portland, Maine that I just learned about not too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's Steve- all I say.
0: Oh, Okay. I thought you were going to talk about Stephen King or something. No. <clears throat> that was the last Who knows? <laughs> but uh, they also addressed some of the conditions they listed out earlier that would affect any kids unfortunate enough to play it. And they also claimed the bizarre rumor that it was, quote, developed by some kind of weird military tech offshoot group using some kind of proprietary behavior modification algorithm developed... For the CIA or something. Yeah. That was <laughs>
2: like, yeah. Something. yeah. Spooky clandestine government. It would be the FBI. The CIA doesn't operate on shore.
0: Oh, that's true. you're, you're right. You the, sure about that? <laughs> I don't
2: know. That's right. That's the NSA.
0: <laughs> yeah. The poster then went on to say that they actually knew an operator who ran uh, one of those o- our arcades who told him that guys in black coats would come to collect records from the machines they're not interested in quarters or anything he said they just collected information about how the game was played so man, this all still feels so quaint right like yeah. <laughs> you
1: know? We know anything about how it was played what kind of game it is
2: or yeah what? Okay. which i'll get into because okay.
0: right now they there's very little said about the the
2: gameplay it's just about this yeah they do that all the time now with the internet there's men in black coats watch you play. <laughs> well, that's what I said. What's oh, funny,
0: that, like, that's meant to sound super enticing in this, this 1998 yeah. uh, sort of, like, the, but it's just, like, imagine, like, you know, later when we found out what the government was really up to, yeah. like, kind of
2: yeah. You learned that if you have a connect, the government's been listening to you for, like, eight years yeah. or whatever. I'm
0: listening to this right now. Rate and subscribe. <laughs> Shout out, China. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But uh, anyway, the most importantly in the listing, though, they gave us a description of the actual cabinet and kind of a loose concept of what the game was. Like you, you asked Chris, which I'm just gonna read this. It just said the, <laughs> the game was weird looking, kind of abstract, fast action with some puzzle elements. So there you have it, that's kind of it. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like Tempest. Yes, which that rumor was not born yet. Out of oh, yeah, Because okay. I think later on is when the idea was sort of planted that it was uh, used vector graphics and stuff yes. like that. But, you know, that's, that's kind of all we have so far. More words that... Uh, so, so far, men in black show up,
1: deposit an arcade... Don't ask any questions yeah. to the guy who runs—deposit an arcade cabinet yeah. to the guy who runs the arcade.
0: Yeah. And this was hard to debunk back then, I guess, you know, in the late 90s. like it was. But then they simply end the post with saying that the machines disappeared after only about a month or so and that no one ever heard about it again. Until now, when a mysterious ROM showed up that was— Kind of like labeled as such, but it of course wasn't playable. It did have a title screen, other than the Polybius name and the insert coin and press start text, the basic shit. It did have a copyright at the bottom, which a copyright that reading 1981. I think I'm pronouncing this right. Cinecution, or as commenter Lady Abashi wrote, German for sense deleting or senseless. She even pointed out that Polybius was the name of a many-eyed monster in Greek mythology, mm-hmm. which. Is that true? That I knew, yeah. Okay. Huh.
2: It is also the name of a philosopher. Oh, yeah? An actual Greek philosopher or something like that.
0: Hmm. So there's the uh, humble beginnings of it all. The story only spread from there. And like I said, it was easier to you know, kind of fool people back then. Or maybe they just, you know, they thought it was interesting like they were, like but many people like me still wanted some evidence yeah. the next noteworthy submission came in February of 2000 from an inquiry on the user net group rec.games.video.arcade.collecting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> asking whatever happened with the Polybius story go daddy <laughs> a year later on April 11 2001 their question was answered in another thread posted in the same news group a user named Wait, Owl- April 11th,
1: 2001. Yeah. Coincidence? five <laughs> months from September. Five divided by two. No, wait. Yeah, it's three. <laughs> it's two and a half. But... <laughs> five divided by two is three. <laughs> hold on. I think this has a lot to do no, with get... what Val's been
0: doing. <laughs> Uh, the uh, user al Kosau claimed that the legend was created by Christian Oliver Windler known by his Usenet handle cyber yogi except these accusations were denied by him two years later in 2003 and <laughs> t- two years later in 2003 it popped back up on Snopes again circulating around their message boards then in 04 while researchers were just about to come to the conclusion of it all being a hoax a photo emerged a blurry Black and white picture of the evil all black cabinet itself in all its glory. Yes. Yeah. Which
1: uh, It's just like a
2: guy standing staring at the camera in the back. we you know. in a
0: black suit and sunglasses. You, know, you know how the,
2: the color camera wasn't invented until 2005?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 the picture of this has to make it into your. Did you just find it? Is that it? Oh, that's a colored picture. I think yeah. that had to have come later. I think that's
2: probably a fake cabinet.
0: Well, well, they're all. I mean, <laughs> not to. <laughs> Hold on,
2: keep talking. I'm gonna look uh, for this
0: black and white picture. <laughs> so, uh, a website, the Polybius Theory, was launched to help collect any and all available information about the game, and they ma- have
1: a sort of fucking web address. Yeah, <laughs> it's Jesus.
0: true. And major outlets also began to report. Cracked, Yahoo, Joystick, Video Game Magazine, GamePro ran an entire expose on it called "Secrets and Lies" after a tip off from Kurt Kohler, well, the GamePro, owner. are they still around? I don't think so.
1: Yeah. That's it. That's the one. Maybe it's
0: because they're busy writing yeah. full stories look, about. Look this. how ominous that <laughs> looks. Yeah tips and tricks. But they actually managed to score an uh, interview with Kirk Kohler who was the owner of coinop.org where the um, that hosted the page where it first appeared. But now it was in print and the word was out. Curiosities were sparked. Some people were claiming to be in possession of emulators that could play it while others swapped stories of their personal experiences basically engaging with the fabled title. It was Polybius Fever. It's great. Yeah. The arcade cabinet was even featured as a background gag on an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> we all wanted to believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it there, then geez, it must be. Yeah,
0: it's actually pretty good. I forget which episode it's from, but it's Barton Millhouse in an arcade, and there is a Polybius machine, and there's a giant sticker that says, Property of U.S. Government, I think, nice. sla- <laughs> like, slapped on it. But uh, this all then culminated in one big memorable post that would be the basis of the whole legend for years to come. On March 20th, 2006, a man by the name of Stephen Roach would share his connection to the cursed video game in hopes of finally laying it to rest. Basically, according to him, he worked for a South American company that wished to promote a new approach, quoting, to computer graphics, which is likely vector graphics considering the time, Mm -hmm. and uh, claimed the game was very inventive and addictive, but the graphics, though, through mistake rather than design, were soon found to be dangerous, prompting epileptic fits. Which was not exactly a known science back then, like, yeah. with video games. I
1: think mean, need a single video game, that doesn't have a warning nowadays.
0: Exactly, yeah. And thus, the product was then recalled while the subcontractors at Cineslosion were disbanded, losing the program forever.
1: <sighs> That's the name of the company in South America?
0: That's I, No, the South American company, I think, was a contractor for this supposed gotcha, German company. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Also, like you mentioned, South the, America, this is...
1: German? Have something to do with the Nazis?
0: Hitler? A, he went 9/11? to Argentina... Right? Yeah, it's all connected. That's in South America. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and like uh, you mentioned, I also believe this is where the Tempest comparison was born. Right, yeah. Which will make sense later when we, we find out sort of why it was compared to that. Now, naturally, everyone wanted to know more about his claims. This led to several major outlets interviewing him, including Game Pulse and Game Spot. Although they were both quick to point out a lot of the inconsistencies in his story... And that most of the information given was already lifted from various sources regarding the origins of the game. If anything, it just meant that the mystery was back on. Right. So it seemed very likely that he was just sort of recycling a lot of collective posts and then yeah. making it his. You know? Yeah. Adding
1: but, his farts to the, the stink of the Yeah, that's what it, they say.
0: <laughs> is that how that goes? yeah it's classic alright so enough of this bullshit that anyone can say right? let's actually investigate or better yet let's have someone more qualified investigate allow me to introduce journalist Kat Despera an arcade game collector and pop culture researcher as well as runner of the blog Retro Bitch nice she was always intrigued by the Polybius urban legend and even grew up in Portland as a young teen at the time when it was said the cursed machines supposedly hit their local market arcades she often frequented Uh, Honestly, what better person is there out there to try and blow the lid off the story? Yeah. So first thing she and many others prior were quick to point out was that the game did not ever seem to appear... In any of the those catalogs that were just like that were distributed for national arcade vendors, yeah, like you know, like they have those books yeah, that, yeah. yeah, and those are pretty easy to find. Like, mm-hmm. um, I I remember why uh, would it
1: appear in one of those catalogs if you know, if, yeah, like, if ten true. guys at the I think that's just where CIA everybody, made it. <laughs>
0: that's where everybody started. I remember for my parents owned a pinball machine, and I remember like going online and the, a lot of those old catalogs are now backed up and like seeing yeah. in there, and I think. Um, that machine might have been—that Pitbull machine might have been in the 80 or 81. Gottlieb, it was like a haunted house one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of the first place people ran to, to see if they could find more details. But um, nothing turned up from there. The other thing that she mentioned was that its impact was never covered by any significant news outlets until the 2000s, which is odd considering the rocky road of video game controversies in the 80s and early 90s. It would have been perfect fodder for concerned parents and angry politicians— I think in the ESRB one, we brought up how... Depending were... on what it did, though. I mean, yeah, what was the... it?
1: We don't know how it played. We don't know we what it was. We don't,
0: but if any kid had a bad reaction to playing a, a game in an arcade, that would have been really easy to weaponize. So because it was
1: they... about bad reactions. I thought this was about...
0: Garnering data. It's about both, which is kind of what makes this so crazy. But like you said, just because it wasn't covered in the media doesn't necessarily mean that it didn't exist and that there weren't still some odd truths to what everybody was remembering. Yeah. For starters, she did confirm that the Portland suburbs were indeed a major test market for many upcoming and sometimes unnamed or unfinished future releases. Yeah, that
2: that much I knew. Yeah,
0: which is cool. I was going to say,
2: it's weird that the company name was German. Yeah, I don't know why a German company would test a cabinet in Portland, Oregon, but I did know that Portland because it's a shell company. Oh, oh, were
0: there a lot of German video game developers in the eighties? I don't know. Yeah, a like I don't... German
1: game company. They no. were too busy yeah. with it, um being divided down the middle. Well, I guess that
2: <laughs> was it from East or West Germany?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she, if she been... mind control, it could have been either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but she went on to say that it wouldn't be entirely unheard of for one of those unmarked cabinets to be later canceled. Yeah. Well, I think Tempest was even one of those games that showed up without a name yeah. first. Yeah. Now, obviously, she never heard anything of them being called Polybius, but that didn't stop her from wanting to pursue it anyway. She spent months compiling information and even interviewed who she could just to get every possible side. One huge discovery that she came across in this research was that... It was also true that kids did actually get sick playing games at certain arcades. According to several Portland newspapers, one local resident and obsessed asteroids enthusiast, 12-year-old Brian Moreau, was reported to have collapsed of stomach discomfort after playing the game for 28 hours straight on a single token in an attempt to beat the 52-hour world record, which... is <laughs> <That's> fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Then later, at the exact same arcade, on the exact same day, a 14-year-old named Michael Lopez was hit with hit. His first migraine during a game of Tempest, both vector graphics titles. Neither of them polybius. It's because those screens
1: are fucking blasting all sorts of radiation in their heads <laughs> and their eyes. Yeah, it's
0: like the microwave in my
1: house. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like these were exactly the fucking most well
2: built for your brain or eyes <laughs>
1: machines you know that were ever made.
2: But you yeah. are seeing the trend here anyway. Yeah, Like, yeah. Um, I got to play Asteroids at my birthday this year. Remember when oh, Yeah, it? it has the
0: ball uh, yeah, It's very
2: cool it is. looking the vector graphics, but I can hurts imagine, your eyes. I could twenty
1: eight hours. A when those like when you see like the actually the LEDs like light up and we're well, not LEDs or whatever it is, like light up like for little like particle effects, it's fucking bright. Yeah, it really like, ding, is.
0: Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, I do love those sound effects. It is though. <laughs> fucking
1: cool. It is <laughs> very cool.
0: But the town was primed for video game mass hysteria after this. However, neither of these instances really held any importance. That is until one year later in Illinois, when 18-year-old Peter Burkowski would become the first person to be murdered by a video game. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Arcade title, Berserk. By, with an exclamation point, by Stern Electronics, ended Peter's poor short life and would go on to earn two more confirmed kills. What the fuck? All due to stress-induced heart attacks and those with undiagnosed conditions. What? Berserk what? was also, was I think, the famously game? the first game to have VO in it. The Get the what? Humanoid what Intruder the Alert. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a top-down uh, sort of... God, how would, how would you describe Berserk?
2: That's a it's big Sean water. song according to Google. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't remember.
0: I can look it up later, but that's insane. It's a vector that- graphics game as well, I believe. Yeah, uh. And I do plan on covering these events again for that video game deaths episode down the line that we yeah. brought up before.
2: Isn't that's Berserk, fucking It's crazy. like Smash T V or something? Like a beaten No, I don't think so. Like a like a twin stick shooter kind of thing. I'm gonna feel like an ignorant ass. Multi directional shooter arcade game released by Stern Electronics in 1980. That's it?
1: Yep. Yeah. That's <laughs> still insane though just getting like heart attacks to
2: people with con- And these like, were young
0: these were younger people. Yeah,
2: undiagnosed conditions. Yeah. If I was imagine being a doctor um, that's a fucked up joke never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say a doctor gets a kid that has an episode playing that game he just writes get good on a prescription <laughs> pad and hands it to him. And some, <laughs> that's it. I'm done. <laughs>
0: anyway these unfortunate mishaps did prompt some investigating leading to the yeah, that makes uh, sense. yeah <laughs> leading to the widely accepted reveal of the risk of video game induced seizures in certain vulnerable individuals there could even be similar incidents in her hometown just to add to the call of confusion and help build to the rumor of Polybius and its effects yeah you know it's starting to come together anyway because mm-hmm. it's easy to dismiss this off the bat until like yeah yeah so in, and this is it's about to get even even weirder because uh, what about those sinister men in black suits that I mentioned before the ones that came to collect data from the machines well to be honest practices like this weren't exactly uncommon in the industry as developers would often send representatives to monitor consumer trends and spending patterns
1: and every electrical engineer pre-2000 or maybe even the 90s looked exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> look at pictures mm-hmm.
0: How- <laughs> however what about those shady individuals that maybe didn't work for any game company out there In an interview with Eurogamer Todd Luoto, an independent filmmaker who was actively working on a documentary called The Polybius Conspiracy about the game at the time, I believe it has since been released, I think it was even shown at Sundance back in 2017, shockingly explained that the FBI did hang around popular arcades surrounding the region back in the day, but that was mostly... Look
1: out for commies, probably. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It was mostly due to their less than friendly reputation, with some of these venues being quote havens for illegal gambling and drug abuse. What arcades? Arcades. Yeah, they weren't exactly like they're. They are like, should not been looking what... at
1: my house. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> The
0: way that we envision arcades, like when we were growing up, were not what they. Yeah, I didn't get any drugs or, like or gambling. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <Bullshit>. <laughs> So, the seedy establishments, apparently.
1: Not Aladdin's um, castle. There's probably drug use at Aladdin's castle, though, <laughs> thinking
0: about it. In early December of 81, the prime Polybius days, when you take into account the copyright of the game and the stories, breaking of those kids falling ill, a full investigation was concluded by the organization into a Portland, Oregon arcade owner who was accused of rigging his machines for gambling. (laughs) Then in 1982, after another full undercover sweep following a sting operation, federal agents arrested 25 suspects in the Games People Play Arcade in Seattle, Washington, on charges of racketeering. Jesus.
1: (laughs) So it's very well possible that fucking these dudes were hanging around.
0: Yeah. Just to fucking So you got you got your unmarked cabinets, you got kids getting sick from playing yeah. asteroids for days at a time.
1: It's easy to put it all
0: together. Yeah, then you got guys standing around in black suits and sunglasses staring at patrons. Staring at the youths. Yeah. <laughs> but already that's a couple of Polybius' biggest pages squashed. Well, you know, speculation. Speculation. But then, there was Stephen Roach, the man who claimed to be on the inside of the conspiracy rather than one of its victims. Although, his long-winded post about the game already seemed kind of sketchy at best. I spoke about the notable inconsistencies before, the, but there was also apparently numerous grammatical errors that were present. Like, <laughs> like Yeah, he's a Nazi trying to type in English. <laughs> <laughs> including the misspelling of the company he supposedly worked for. I think the Sinislosian name was incorrect. While there were still some others that believed story, others like me and uh, Kat found it way too convenient and unprofessional. And not to mention that sense delete or sensory deletion or whatever it was, apparently like it's just language is weird, like, like, it's, like you wouldn't say it that way. They yeah. wouldn't be linked together that way. Yeah. Apparently in like native German. But at this point, the pieces really were all starting to fall apart here with the proper research.
2: Argentinian German. True. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> a Nazi German.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Kat Despera still wanted to uh, get a take from Mr. Roach himself. However, after tracking him down to the Czech Republic, she unfortunately discovered something way more fucking unsettling than any evil video game. What she found was that he and his wife, quote, ran a horrific behavior modification school for children called Mareva Academy, where um, so this part is going to get a little rough, but I am just going to read these bullet points from her article verbatim regarding the conditions of this correctional facility. Kids kept here would be bound and tied by hands and her feet, chained or locked in dog cages, forced to lie in or wear urine and feces as one method of punishment, Forced to clean and scrub toilets and the floor with their toothbrush.
2: So it was a Scientology
0: place. (laughs) It's starting to sound like it, isn't it? Forced to sleep on cold concrete floors, box springs, or plywood used as a bed with no bedding or linens or with just a tattered or torn sleeping bag. That's good for your back. Six, forced to carry heavy bags of sand around their neck or logs throughout the day over many days. Seven, forced to eat their own vomit. Oh, and okay. finally, eight, sexual abuse, of which I will not read or explain the details of. Good. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I am sorry about all that Halloween episode. Uh, right. mm. <laughs> for those that can stomach it and that want to that's re- very not spooky oh, yeah. <laughs> right. it's fucked not up. where you thought this would go but for those that can you know handle it and, and want to read more for whatever reason all the disturbing accounts of the abuse are out there to find compiled for the article that I could link but may still choose not to I'm not so sure so
2: Polyvius I mean. is a game where you have to eat your own vomit <laughs> yeah <laughs> <So> <laughs> well, I'm getting... first know. of all this guy I know that's tangential to the game behavior itself Behavior-changing but... school.
1: Pretty yeah. convenient that he's part of uh, claiming that he works on a behavioral adjusting video game cabinet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe some, maybe some suits were like, "This guy is a
2: torturous bastard." You know, you know, who has a vague understanding of the German language? The checks.
0: It's all coming together. Now we can hope that it was perhaps a different Stephen Roach. Although the evidence connecting the person to these abhorrent crimes does seem. To line up, according to Despera. I'll explain the grammar, too. Yeah. And thankfully, this terrible news was formally exposed, leading to the couple's arrest for various offenses, such as child torture, while the school itself was immediately shut down forever, rescuing the enlisted children before any reported fatalities.
2: Good. Nice. That's... Polybius did some good, yeah. Yeah, an urban so, um, legend saved some kids. That's yeah, cool. that's
0: that's why I wanted to include it. Yeah, uh, really. So with this, it all seemed like Polybius's potential paths have now been fully explored. And while many would probably say it was empty-handed in the end, as with every urban legend, the actual results won't ever really slow the story completely down. It's already cemented itself in gaming history, and beyond that, as a tall tale of collective shared consciousness and memory validation among those who crowded around around the right mystical spaces back in an era before that pesky internet would grow to ruin all the fun with its goddamn facts and research. Yeah. Some of those I was probably better off not knowing. Yeah. But uh, Which is why instead of leaving us on that information, let's honor Polybius with one last celebration of its well-deserved legacy with a fun recommendation for those that wish to seek it. In May of 2017, legendary game designer and Tempest creator Jeff Mitzer... Just to bring it all full circle, released a PlayStation Four VR shoot 'em up under the Lamasoft company name called, you guessed it, Polyvius. After all, like who owns the name to that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the game may not have caused and then suicide.
2: Some,
1: some uh, CIA guys came out and said, "Hey, that's ours. It's <gasps> <Whoa. laughs>
0: real. You. We do."
2: <laughs> yeah, cease and desist from the government.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the game may not have caused suicidal thoughts, nor was it built for the purpose of any mind control, but it was featured in a Nine Inch Nails music video and scored an 84 on Metacritic, with many outlets calling it one of the best VR games of the year and on the platform. So at least there is that. I haven't played it mm-hmm. yet, but after today I think I might. Yeah. I, yeah, I've been thinking about checking it out. I think now it has since been released on PC. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a non-VR way to play it, and I think it's... I don't know if it's directly inspired by the gameplay of something like Tempest, but I know it it does feature pretty... I've seen videos. It's, there's a lot of shit happening. Yeah, it hosts really crazy colorful mm-hmm. kind of yeah. imagery against a black screen, so... But that's it for this one today. Just kind of a short, fun, and then fucked up sort of yeah. conclusion. You know, a lot of somber ending right yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's why I wanted to bring it back around and mention the new um, thing. But, um,
1: yeah, you're right. New VR games definitely help, you know, sweep sorry. the taste of child torture.
0: <laughs> I was like uh, watching I um, I should credit a lot of the channels and stuff that helped with finding a lot of this stuff because it was very difficult to go back to old Snopes pages but there are a lot of YouTube videos out there there's this documentary that this guy has that I, I read about but I couldn't find to watch Gaming Historian which I believe I've mentioned his channel before has a yeah. great like a 13 to 14 minute video on this that mentions a lot of this stuff
1: and you kept you know <clears throat> finding conspiracy theory videos and going down YouTube holes
0: yeah, yeah I did do that
1: too Randall is a flatterer.
0: Now. <laughs> no I am not. that's Chelsea but yeah, that's I did job. <laughs> but I did do like uh, it was funny reading about the thing I was like man this is really like cool and weird and fun like I like horror stories like it's it's fun yeah. and then I got to that part and I was just like oh no I was just like do I because if I didn't include it at all it would really just fizzle out like in yeah which, oh no 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 it's, but, um, yeah,
1: don't worry about it
0: but that's it that's uh, gonna be our first Halloween sort of yeah uh, mm-hmm. Tope, No, you said that last episode. I said no on that name. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, no Spooktober. <laughs> that yeah, that like was that.
0: Austin. I didn't. I tried. <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, we're gonna we've hot got but no ween. Hot hot after, October? Didn't we already try and coin an after dark? Hot ween, <laughs> hot <laughs> ween.
1: <laughs> That's our first episode of the hot ween series of this month.
0: We do have three more episodes yes. uh like this planned that are all revolve around similar well not similar topics. They're they're kind of
2: They're all themed after stuff that might be in a horror movie yes yeah. uh some or maybe a little bit more my episode is not gonna have any child torture in it it's gonna have torture of adults with cte <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's your
2: pick for what that episode is
0: <laughs> yeah. but yeah uh you want to
2: plugs 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 yeah plugs All plugs right. Thanks for listening. If you want to catch any more of our Halloween-themed episodes or any of our other episodes, we have a website, hotbuttoncast.com. You can find all of our episodes there as well as links to— Some spookier than others. All of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at yeah. Hot Button yeah. Give us a couple follows on there. We'll update you. You with... can only follow once. <laughs> Fucking idiot. You can follow <laughs> on three times because there's three services.
0: You know, it's weird. I was listening to some older episodes. Remember when we used to give our personal Twitter handles out?
2: Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. You gotta go back back and listen to the old episodes if you want to hit me up on Twitter.
0: (laughs) Your Twitter end is really hard to figure out. Shh, don't tell them.
2: (laughs) And yeah, you can also find links to Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and we're also on every other podcast service, probably imaginable. I think they all pull from iTunes. You can rate us on iTunes.
1: We also started a clandestine group that deposits at sketchy arcade cabinets at random arcades <laughs> around the country. Oh yeah, shit, I gotta go get the data. On
0: that one. <laughs> um, what would our evil company name be? S- Sinoslosion.
2: Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> but Disney. Spelled, but
1: spelled Disney, right. Yeah. Yeah. Our evil company would be Disney. I should Disney. imagine there is an
0: umlaut over the O, which is why, because I, I was pronouncing it Yeah. and then I think it's Sinoslosion with the the umlaut, correct? Disney.
2: I don't know what that Send does. That means right. remove Disney in German. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: this game sounds great.
2: I think I got all the plugs. Okay. If you have anything to say to us, hit us up on Twitter.
0: Yeah. If you've played Polybius. Yeah. The new one or the there's old one. If a you got bunch, any ideas. There's just, a bunch of you
2: out there listening. You can hit us up if you have anything to say on any of the social medias. We also have a button on the homepage of our website where you can actually submit your own topic. So if you have anything you'd like us to cover, yeah. go ahead. I was going to make the
1: joke. If you have any ideas, just just keep that, just keep that right on the side of your brain. <laughs> we got
2: this. No, we have to <laughs> We haven't submitted
1: a topic button. No, yeah, you can um, do that. you have any ideas,
0: think, rudely send us a death Um thread. Also, yeah. we got some
1: stuff in the works. Not trying to get too ahead of it, but I'm trying to maybe get some video going. We were talking about that, maybe expanding our entertainment sphere. You can
0: see what we so look like. So if you have
1: any ideas or mm-hmm. you want to get involved or you like Hot Button in any way and that's something
2: you'd like to see, give some feedback, let us know. Yeah. All right, and with that, we're going to
1: call it.